Welcome to Blooming, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings, navigating how to grow up. I'm Tessa. And I'm Britt. And we'll be your co-hosts. This week, we'd like to kick things off by telling you guys a bit about ourselves and why we decided to start Blooming. We'll be giving you our adulting wins and fails from the week, sharing some background into our stories, and passing on resources we've found useful on how to adult. But firstly, Tessa, how's your week? My week has been good. It's been a pretty good week all around. I tried my first ever boxing class. Have you tried it before? Oh, no, I actually have never tried it. It was so much fun. I've been wanting to do it for ages, so I was like really impressed and proud of myself for doing it, but it is hard. It's yeah. like a hard workout. I have heard it's a killer workout. Yeah, my like all over my body's not too bad, but just my arms, I'm obviously not used to using those muscles because they are so sore. They feel like limp like they're not actually oh. attached to my body oh my gosh wait which place which place did you go to i went to brisbane boxing oh it's, yeah um i think they have like a few locations like west end and mount cravat maybe yeah um but it was really good it was like it's called cardio box the kind of class so it's not just straight boxing like it's a bit i think i w- would call it a bit circuit based oh yeah but my friend and her boyfriend are doing like an eight-week challenge there so i was like well if i'm gonna try it it may as well go and try it with them and have some moral support while you're yeah, like exactly dying. and like have someone to help me do the wraps and put the gloves on oh because yeah i have no idea how to do that stuff yeah it's i just was like help me <laughs> i don't know what to do but no other than that it's been a pretty uneventful week other than the whole you know try and start a podcast thing yeah um this has been interesting we've actually tried recording this episode a few times but we had some dif- technical difficulties so still trying to work out all this recording gear so please bear with us <laughs> yeah it's been a very steep learning curve <laughs> let's just say that but i feel like we're finally getting there like we're getting the hang of it yeah and, and um thank you so much to the content division for letting us use their um, recording space yeah Yeah. so at least we didn't have to go out and like buy and work Work out out how to hook it all up yeah yeah but um how was your week yeah um this week I actually came back to work from two weeks um leave so how did that go down that was sad um I'd spent two weeks with my new puppy which was amazing but we didn't really leave the house so um okay wait just so that we can set the scene, what type of dog she is she and what's her name? She okay, so she's a border collie. Her name is Nala. Um, lol, my partner loves the liking. <laughs> um, but yeah, totally non-biased opinion. She is the cutest dog ever. She is quite a cute little pup. Just taking claim. Um, but yeah, coming off a break and back to work is always really hard. So just trying to settle back into the pace of work and balancing my fur baby duties and yeah, trying to start a podcast. Should what a wild ride. Should we explain a little bit of background on Blooming? Yeah. So Britt and I are both 25. We both work in marketing, both from Brisbane and have been besties for like three or four years now, would you say? Yeah, that's right. We met at university where we were both studying a Bachelor of Business Management majoring in marketing. Yes. And I guess we've always really bounced well off each other, whether that be in uni assignments, like our degree was very group assignment heavy. So we definitely utilized each other for that. But even for our different work projects or just life in general, So we've been looking for something for a while that we could work on together as like a little side hustle and the idea for Blooming came up. 
We were looking for gaps in the market and realised that podcast-wise there weren't really any broad podcasts that covered life in your 20s and everything that comes with that. So friendships, family, your career, love, sex, relationships, self-worth, health and happiness, um, identity and culture and like finding your voice. Wow, we really do have a lot going on in our 20s, (laughs) don't we? Um, But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like your 20s are such a huge and important decade of um, your life. So with so much growth and change involved and we want to talk about the good, the bad and the challenging. And the very ugly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I also think that I personally, I don't know if you feel the same, but had been struggling to relate to a lot of the podcast hosts I listen to. Like most of them are influencers or had become really well established. And I'm just like, where are the normal people at? We're just your regular gals. Yeah. And I feel like it will be easier to relate to people who are actually going through these things because I think it's important that it's talked about while we're in our 20s because then it's stuff we can all go through together. Wouldn't you agree? hundred percent. I think that sometimes it feels like you're the only one going through things, but usually it's something so many of us are navigating. So talking about it amongst peers makes sense to us. So with that being said, should we jump into it? Let's do it. We want to start off each week with an adulting win or an adulting fail that we've experienced during the week. And we actually thought this would be a really fun one for you guys to send us in yours as well so that you can be (laughs) laughing with us. Not at us. us. (laughs) Yeah. So we have a Instagram. It's Mm blooming.podcast. And yeah, just send us your adulting wins and fails. And if you want to be left anonymous, just let us know. But we'd love to read them out on some future episodes. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll go first. Yes. Can we just open this up to a no judgment zone, please? Oh, 100%. This is a very safe space. Because, <laughs> well, surprise, surprise, I'm starting off with an adulting fail. Um, like I said before, my partner and I, I recently got a puppy. Um, so, and I know that's like been really common over COVID, like heaps of people yeah. have been getting pets. I have heard that like it's a competitive game out there trying to get a puppy, mm-hmm. like all of the breeders are selling out really quick and all the shelters are like completely empty, which is great. But I just hope that people actually keep their puppies post COVID. Well, yeah. I did read that like pounds had this huge spike in pet adoptions and then, um, when the restrictions were released, they were going back to capacity which was really sad I think it is about that like when people at home they're like well we may as well get a puppy and then you realize how much of a commitment it actually is yeah and like um, I guess having that companion over COVID would be nice but no my partner and I (laughs) this was a very well thought out decision we've been planning this for a while um but, and yeah, safe to say Nala is not going anywhere. Good, because she's very cute, so you wouldn't want to give her back. No. Um, she's very much established herself in our um, family. But yeah, we're like discovering everything that comes with having a fur baby. So um, teaching her to self-soothe um, at night in her crate and be self-sufficient when we go to work. And of course, potty training. What have I? <laughs> Like 80% of the time she's really good, but we went out for the first time since getting her and we left her alone in her playpen. Like I put all of her toys in with her and a pee pad in case she needed to go. This sounds like it was a rookie error, was uh, it? Well, yes. Yeah. So luckily my parents said they would check in on her and we had been gone for like 10 minutes and I get this text from my mom saying, 
Nala just pooped on the pee pad and then swung it around the room in victory <laughs> before tearing it into a million pieces. So just was really proud of what she'd done. <laughs> yes. And like you can just imagine like swinging yeah, poo. <laughs> Oh my god, this is episode one and we're already talking about poop. We're already here. (laughs) It is what it is. Look, Maybe this is kind of a win because I didn't have to clean it up. Mm, That is always a good time when you don't have to deal with the mess. Yeah, well, I just, I thought we were doing a really good job, but then she pulls this shit literally (laughs) as soon as we leave the house. So yeah, please DM us as well if you have any advice on puppy training, particularly border collies, because I am all ears. But yeah, that's my fail. But at least puppy problems are good problems, right? Like yeah. They're so cute. You can't really get angry at I them. I cannot get angry at her. <laughs> I was definitely laughing when I received that text. Um, but yes, please tell me you've done better than me this week. Look, I really wanted to like start off strong with a good solid win, but... As I feel 90% of mine are going to (laughs) be, I have a fail too. (laughs) So I rely on my dad for a lot when it comes to just like life in general, like car issues, changing light bulbs, like dealing with bugs, like all that kind of stuff. Bugs? Yeah. So like, okay, this is a side note to, to this, but I literally only found that like two weeks ago that cockroaches fly oh yeah like they're so hard to kill yeah so there was one on my wall and I called for backup because it started just like yeeting itself around the room <laughs> like flying everywhere and hitting things it was oh terrifying yeah like it just takes off but like did you know like I'm pretty sure my old housemate um told me one time that the reason they're so hard to kill is like they're not from earth like okay, apparently <laughs> is this fact check no I mean I'll fact check it for you but I'm <laughs> pretty sure I'm pretty sure she told me that they came to earth on a meteor or something and that's why on a meteor. Like, <laughs> what, but isn't there like no life on earth like aren't they sending things to no Mars life trying to figure I mean no life on anywhere else but earth I don't know that's what that's what she told me okay I'll fact well, check it we'll get back to you all okay well anyway Back to your fail. Back to, back to my fail. Back to my dad, who, if you're listening to, which you definitely, if you're listening, which you definitely aren't, uh, big shout out. Thank you. Um, but anyway, I've had my car for over a year now, and I've always found it super annoying that the boot doesn't have a light in it. So at nighttime, I will like go to get stuff out of my boot, and it's just pitch black. So I have to fumble around and like turn my phone torch on, which has resulted in my phone being dropped more than once. Oh, no. She's still going strong. No no broken phones in the making of this story yet. <laughs> but anyway, I told my dad about this, that oh, it's so annoying that I didn't have a light in my boot. And he went and got me, like, a little portable light, like, so wholesome. And all I would have to do was install it and then just flick it like a switch, like a normal light um, yep. when I went into my boot. But, um, of course, I couldn't figure out how to install it. So I left it there just sitting for months (laughs) uninstalled and just kept doing my whole phone torch routine. And then I told Dad that I couldn't figure out how to install it. So, of course, he's like, okay, well, I'll come install it, which he did. But he also kindly pointed out to me that there is a light in my (laughs) booth. I just had it switched off this whole time. Oh my gosh, how did you miss that? Actually, having said that, I don't know if there's a light in my boot. Yeah, but I think your car, like, your car's pretty old. Like, but even yeah. that, my old car, 
which was even older than the car I have now, which is still pretty old. I think it had a light. So I just assumed that mine would too because it's the same brand and things. Well, to all the listeners, if you didn't know if you had a, a boot light, go check because you might. Well, this one was hidden like in a corner. So I feel like that's fair enough really that I inconspicuous. missed it, right? Yeah, mm. it was like a little sneaky light. So okay. I feel like that's not my fault. And now, bonus, I've got two lights. <laughs> yeah. So I've got so much light. I don't you even have, know what to like, do with myself. no excuse if you drop your phone or, you know, like have anything happen. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's still going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of a win. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, but it just took a year of fails to get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll do better next week. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully we'll come in strong with the wins. <laughs> Every week we want to chat about a different topic that is super relevant to life in your 20s and like some of those topics, Britt, you mentioned in our little intro to what blooming is. And we also want to interview some people who are straight up bossing their way through their 20s. But I mean also those who are just living through them. So we don't feel too bad about ourselves. But to start off this podcast as the very first episode, we thought we'd just use this time to tell you guys a bit about a bit about ourselves and our stories. So, I mean, both of us count ourselves as private people. So this is going to be interesting. We'll really be exposing ourselves. Why did we decide to do this again? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like I've been thinking about what to say in this segment about me, like background to Brit. So what are my likes and dislikes, interests and goals? Um, And it got me thinking like that pretty much summarizes the first part of my 20s. So me trying lots of things and trying to figure out what fits. Um, My 20s started with me coming off a break, working up north. Um, I just took a break from university to figure out what the hell I was doing. (laughs) Started a few course um, degrees and you know wasn't loving any of them and also had a pretty savage breakup so I just wanted to escape Brisbane but we will get to that in a Mm -hmm. later episode um and yeah beginning my marketing degree which um is where I met Tessa cute in fact I met most of my main friendship group in the first part of my 20s yeah I'm the same I only established or only really established like main friendship group in my 20s but in saying that, I'm still really close with a few people from primary school and high school. Like, shout out to those who have stuck around. Like, yeah. So I think some of my friends I've known, I mean, some from grade one, like all the way till now. Oh, wow. But yeah, definitely my main friendship group, the one that I probably see the most often is from my 20s. Yeah, there's definitely a few from my childhood as well um, or high school that I'm still close with. And some of those friendships have become distant in my 20s. Um, but it's difficult to like fit in with everyone's lives and some of them have also grown much stronger. Um, I've met a lot of incredible people, had some not so incredible situationships. Love a good situationship. (laughs) Met my partner who I've been with for two and a half years now. Um, I finished my third. <laughs> the, well, I mean, you didn't finish the no, other two. So. But my third started degree yeah. <laughs> um, three years ago. Um, and I fought hard for my first job, which at the time I thought was the perfect fit for me. Um, but I probably knew within the first month that it wasn't. Um, have you ever had your heart set on working somewhere, but once you got there, it wasn't what you imagined? Yeah, I'm not sure. My 
career history is like a little bit different to yours. So I only graduated two years ago. I took my time to get through my degree, but I went straight from graduation to working overseas and then came back and was really like picky and selective with where I interviewed and like where I worked at and or not where I worked but where I took it so where I ended up I've been here for nearly two years now so like it worked out pretty well but I was definitely privileged to be able to just take that time to really interview at a lot of places and try and find the right fit for me just Mm -hmm. because I knew I'd been traveling and overseas a lot and bouncing around heaps and I didn't want the next job on my resume to be like only for a month or two or I wanted it to be like a solid time so that it looked better on my resume. Yeah I've changed a few times since that first job and each one being very different and bringing new experiences and opportunities. I haven't really found the perfect fit for me yet. Um, When people ask what I look for in a job my answer is always um, a job that I'm passionate about. Like Isn't I that want the goal for yeah, everyone. Like though. I want a career, not a job. Yeah, and I feel like what do they say? You want to live to work instead of yeah. working to live. And like if you love your job, you won't spend a day in your life working. Yeah. Um and I like, yeah, that's it. I I wanna be in a job that I absolutely love and can't wait to get into each day. I'm just not exactly sure what that is yet. So what industry or workplace or what type of marketing will do that for me. I'm just finding my way through my 20s and trying to make the most of every experience along the way. Yeah, I think that it's good, though, to try things and figure out what you like and don't like. Like when I started this job, I did say to them, I do want to use this experience to just try heaps of things and figure out what I do like within this. Because Yeah, that's really good. When you start from uni into your first degree I mean no we finish your degree at uni and start your first job yeah you really have no idea as to what that will look like and what you want that to look like. I think we can probably get into that in mm-hmm. the coming episodes but tell me a little bit more about you okay if you insist so similar to you I actually came into my 20s off the back of a gap year as well I, I think it's interesting that our gap years weren't the first like high school and then gap year and then uni. Yeah. We did uni and then gap year and then back to uni. Um, but yeah, I used that gap year to travel through Europe and be an au pair in Vienna. So that's like a nanny, but essentially I was a glorified slave. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it was, yeah, it was a horrible experience to say the least, but and you know what, I'm stronger from it. I learned a lot, so I can't say I regret it. But in saying that, yeah, I also, when I got back, similar to you, changed my degree. So not completely. I was already doing business management, but I also was doing commerce, which not many people know. And then the start of my second year of uni, third year out of high school, I actually just dropped the commerce part because I hated it. And I also dropped my subject load too, because I had no rush to get into like graduating and starting the whole adulting thing. That's so funny. Cause I was like full-time the whole the whole time in uni. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel Even like- when I didn't know what I was doing. So, <laughs> which is so silly. Well, I only really did that, like, drop commerce and drop my subject load because I hated university so much. I was like, I need to give it a way that, like, make it bearable in right. some way. And, I mean, also, I used my, yeah, I used my uni degree as a time to just, like, live my best life. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like we could talk about, like, my uni path and your uni path because they weren't exactly the most traditional at some stage because it yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I also 
kissed way too many frogs, <laughs> but ended up with my current partner of also two and a half years. So I guess that all worked out. We how have it was that in common. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think I didn't realize until I was kind of thinking about what I was going to say in this, like how similar our stories up to that point had been like we kind of met at a point where we kind of experienced a few of the same things yeah Yeah. but I mean I think that's also very common in the early part of your 20s to just be meeting people who aren't maybe the best for you you don't find your yeah but I don't mean like just in terms of like the relationship thing like also the gap year thing and the changing of the degree thing and things like that like maybe that's why we bonded so hard that we'd kind of had a similar experience up to that point But yes, my early 20s was also when I kind of started on this whole trying to figure myself out. So I started a blog, which I hope none of you ever find. I put in (laughs) most, I think every entry, thank God. Um, But I also went on exchange. I graduated and got a job in London, which also meant that I did the whole long distance relationship thing. I tried new things. I started actually like filming and recording a lot as well so that I could look back on those memories and reflect and... I think while all those things are amazing and I've done a lot and I can be really grateful and I feel like I'm really privileged that I did all of those things, it also did have a lot of downs too, like with anyone. So things like we put down my first dog, which I think is a really common experience in your early 20s. If you had a childhood dog, lost both of my grandparents within six weeks of each other. So again, I think like losing grandparents Mm. is really common at this age. Um, I've had big stints of unemployment and I've also had a lot of health issues too. So even through all of that, I still haven't really found myself and nothing really sticks. But yeah, I used to say all the time that I'm finding myself by constantly losing myself. Love that. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm like, nope. Just lost. (laughs) Just lost. Just me here being lost. (laughs) I know. I think the biggest thing for me is I tend to be a massive people pleaser and like kind of chase the idea of perfection and just ticking all of those laughing boxes. And who I actually am, like once all the people pleasing is done at the end of the day, I'm like, I think who I am has gotten a bit lost in that because it's like when you strip all of that back, where does that leave me and what do I actually like and what do I actually want to do? I think that's really interesting because every, I mean, this is kind of similar. I, Whenever I've taken on a new job, I kind of, I get very involved in the job and then um, whatever that job, like the industry that it's in or whatever. So like I've been working with startups or I've been working with um, like lots of small businesses and their like industries and I've also been working a little bit in like politics and stuff like that. And I think I've then taken that on and kind of been like, oh, yeah, like I'm really interested in this or mm-hmm. I, I can like learn more about that. Yeah, I think that in a way jobs kind of have like you know at the start of a relationship you have like the honeymoon phase (laughs) I feel like jobs have that too a bit don't you think I don't know like you're really invested and involved and you're like loving it and you get really you do you want to try really hard and make a good impression Impression. when you start a new job yeah of course but I think like in saying that mine's probably more general than just like a job focus I like know you mentioned career but for me it's like hobbies as well like I don't have any hobbies I don't know what I like or I mean at least this week I found out I like boxing so that's one thing (laughs) but I mean yeah someone I, I always say I'm not really passionate about any things except as someone mentioned to me recently water I really love drinking water 
And I also really love my birthday. <laughs> oh my God. That's like, so funny that you say water because like I'm the opposite. So I'm always the person who like just forgets to drink water. Like during the day I will get home and be so dehydrated. Yeah. So setting the scene here, I have a water bottle next to me and <laughs> Brit does not. She no. has nothing. <laughs> I got here and you offered me a glass of water, but I just feel like I didn't want to, I didn't want to be like a fuss. Impose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get that. You just like, feel like it's a polite thing to be like, yeah. oh, no, thank no, you. I'm all good. And I'm then fine. you're sitting there just dying of dehydration <laughs> being like, I need water. <laughs> I actually packed my water bottle like to come here, but I left it in the car. I thought you would no. be proud and then I didn't. <laughs> you got halfway there, halfway there. Maybe next time you'll actually bring it Maybe. in. Shall I send you a message next time to be like, Please, bring I need your that. water. <laughs> but the more I talk about it with other people and the more we talk about it together, I guess, and even the more research we do leading up to starting this podcast, I think it is a really super common way to feel in your 20s and while some people may look like they've got it all together everyone at the end of the day has their own stuff going on regardless of that's career or relationships or yeah. family or anything um so I think that was a huge driver in me for why I wanted to start this podcast because I think a lot of what I do and how I feel other people probably feel the same way and yeah. we can work on it together there's a lot going on in your 20s and we wanted to tackle it talk about it together yeah Finally, let's talk Adulting 101. Each week, we will both share a resource or recommendation that we've found useful in navigating our 20s. Tessa, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so ideally, we'll be slowly teaching you how to adult with this segment. But my recommendation for this week is all those, I don't know if you follow any of them, but I guess they're called like, uh, I don't know how to explain them, maybe self-help Instagram pages. The ones that are full of like quotes that just hit you in the feels. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like Instagram can be quite toxic and I do find myself sometimes, yeah, comparing my life to others and being like a bit jealous of like what everyone else has got going on. So I just wanted to just throw a a few feel-good counts in there um, as well. So they like pop up in your newsfeed with some stuff in between all the... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people are sharing them on their stories at the moment as well, which is how I've come across them. But yeah, so a few that came to mind are at... We the Urban, at We Are Not Really Strangers, at The Female Warhol, and at Self-Care Culture. So all four of those accounts post super relatable content around things I've been feeling and quotes that just like really resonate with me. And also I think they're things that I didn't even realize that I thought that way or had been feeling that way until these accounts like had directly pointed it out to me. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I feel that way too. So I didn't realise that other people had felt that way or I didn't even realise that I felt that way. Yeah. Um, and I think Pinterest is another good, really good resource for for that as well. But I don't know, sometimes Pinterest, I just kind of like pin it and forget it. So. Sometimes I get so lost on Pinterest as well. Like you can go down such a rabbit hole. You definitely can. But yeah, so that's just my little recommendation. It's just like a little sprinkle of um, mental well-being in with your Instagram feed. But nice. Yeah. I'll have to go check out those pages. We'll definitely link them in the episode notes for you guys. 
Um, I'm going to follow on from your recommendation with a TV series that I found really resonated with me um, and has been good for growth in my 20s. I love a good TV series recommendation. I have a list in my phone of all the ones I want to watch. Oh, my Netflix list is so long. Yeah, but do you ever, I'm like, okay, I really want to watch all of these series and then you get stuck being like, oh, I really want to watch this series that I've already watched but loved from the start. Yeah, and (laughs) a lot of the time when I turn on Netflix, I just want something like light and fluffy, but I have all these documentaries that I really want to get Get through the time to watch. See, I reckon I've watched Grey's Anatomy the entire (laughs) thing through probably like a good 20 times just because you can turn it on and zone out and kind of do other things it just doesn't take too much mind energy whereas I feel like documentaries take yeah you have to be like actually watching yeah not yeah yeah like actively engaging with it okay you're gonna be shocked but I've never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy oh my god no I know it's such it's such a popular tv show but I just I've never I feel like I never got into it I feel like people either love it or hate it but I'm I just have no, fan. I have no opinion. I've not watched a single episode. We need to change that. Yeah, I this know. needs to be your homework. You it's need to just, watch just how one. many seasons are there? Uh, or we're we're pushing close to twenty. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I just think I'm too behind now. There's no, no point in me starting. You like there's not. there's so much time I have to dedicate to watch twenty seasons of a TV. Yeah, series. but it's worth it. It's mm. so worth it. Even if you yeah. You just have to watch it, and I feel like you'll get into it. In saying okay. that, though, I'm also not up to date just because it is a little bit tricky to find the newer seasons in Australia or some of the, like, okay middle seasons in Australia. When did it but end? What It's still going. They're what? literally releasing – there's a new season being released right now on Channel 7. Oh, I thought it was, like, done. No. Wrapped. No. Okay. She's still going strong. Oh, no, that's even more of a put-off because no. I can never catch up. You can. You can. I honestly think that you won't regret it. But anyway, this is a tangent. That's a tangent. That, while is a really great watch, I don't think it will help your development as no. being in 20s. It might make you want to be a doctor. But <laughs> be in the I field of medicine. <laughs> except that it's not an accurate representation at all. But, yes, tell me what you have. The TV series that I was going to recommend is The Bold Type. Oh, good one. I love yeah, the old time. It's been really popular. Um, the episodes I have found really good because they open up conversation on a range of topics such as like pop culture trends, uh, sexual experimentation and sexual discovery, colour and political climate, uh, career successes and mishaps. Yeah, I really feel like they don't hold back with the topics they cover like they definitely push the boundaries and it's actually like kind of educational like I find it really useful yeah and on the note of like career stuff I also know uh, like to note that the editor-in-chief at um, the magazine where the main the three main characters um, work Jacqueline is boss goals like she is she is all about female empowerment and encourages her staff to grow and isn't afraid to like stick it to the male boardroom at Scarlet but Mm. um yeah, the three main characters, Jane, Kat and Sutton. Who are you? You've got to tell me. Oh, that's a hard one. I don't know if I am any of them. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think I probably see like a little bit of myself in all three of them, but there's definitely not one that stands out that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm definitely And see, this is person. what I feel like I like about it so much. Like I don't resonate with one single character Character. I resonate there's different parts of them which comes out in different episodes Mm. so you're the same as me yeah Yeah. I just do feel though like 
Sutton is my favourite. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like she <laughs> annoys me the least. So I feel like if I could be one of them, she's the <laughs> annoys one I'd want to be. I don't know. You know, sometimes you just get the ick from a TV series character and, like, that's nothing wrong with who they are, what they're doing. And, like, I do really enjoy their characters and stuff, but sometimes I'm just like, um, kind of, can we skip ahead to watch something, please? Uh, yeah, see, I love Sutton, though. I think she is a good time, but I also... I love all of them so much. I think they mm. all have, like, a very different voice, but I kind of relate to all of them. But, yeah, it... It does tackle some really heavy conversations such as race, rape, uh, the Me Too movement, gun control, immigration reform, miscarriages and breast cancer. Some of those topics you don't really see as often in um, TV series like these days. Yeah, Yeah. I I do really enjoy that part of the show. Like I think it's really good that they are talking about those kind of – I don't know, I think they're trying to make – some of the taboo topics less taboo yeah well I read this article from pop sugar that explained it really well um they said it takes heavy conversations happening around us every day and translates them onto the show in a way that makes you think without making you feel like someone is shoving their opinions down your throat Mm, which I really loved because yeah I think like you sometimes those conversations can be really hard to approach (gasps) oh yeah Guys, this is going to be a, a feature of our podcast. I have these rogue hiccups that just happen. <laughs> it's just like just that one, just like one. I've been waiting to get it like on record because they are so funny. They're so wild. But that's it. I'll literally just get one and maybe sometimes two. But I never just like get the hiccups. They're so rogue as well. Like you don't know they're coming. I don't know. I'm like, how do you not know they're coming? They just come out of nowhere and they can be really aggressively loud. Like I once had one standing in line at the bank. And you know how banks are really quiet, right? So the chick in line next to me, like, jumped. And I was like, sorry, it's just a hiccup. Or I'll be in Ubers and they'll think that I'm going to throw up because you know how drunk people hiccup before they vomit? Well, I'm not going to. I just have hiccups. It's just a quirk of me. But, sorry, I interrupted Um, what you were saying about the bold type. But, yeah, another thing that I really liked was that the bold type champions women banding together which is super refreshing because so much of what we consume um as well as experience in everyday life has women pinned against each other yeah it's never women tearing women down in the world type ever yeah which is great like the friendship of the three main characters is so strong Mm -hmm. um after watching it I felt like they were my friends too maybe that's because French their friendship is so relatable so like I felt like the conversations they were having were ones that I was having or have had with my friends yeah no I agree with that and I also found it like I said educational in terms of that it like made me better determine my thoughts around some of these topics and also how I would approach conversations with my friends about them yeah I'd just like to finish with this one quote from that mm-hmm. article from Pop Sugar, um, which I will link in the episode notes. Um, so there are a few times in life as tumultuous as uh, as your early 20s. You're trying to find success in both your love life and your career as you inevitably make a few mind-numbingly bad decisions. So I love this quote because I thought it really summed up what blooming is about and how mm. we hope to normalise the tough topics that we should be talking about in our 20s. Yeah, wow, that hit me in the feels. Good <laughs> quote. I agree. Yeah, that definitely like completely embodies everything we want to do with our with our little podcast baby. 
And just like that, episode one is done. How do you feel? I feel good. I'm glad that we're finally getting like this first cab off the rank and I hope that putting out into the world, you guys will appreciate it. Yeah, if you've made it this far, thank you. It means the world. And congratulations. <laughs> We're going to be releasing weekly episodes every Wednesday. So for a little hump day treat, uh, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button and leaving us a review, hopefully five stars, because that would be amazing. <laughs> Please share us with your family and friends because it's so helpful in getting us out there. We have an Instagram page we mentioned earlier. It's at blooming.podcast. And um, please DM us. We would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and what you would like to hear us talk about in the future. Yeah, and we'd also love to hear your adulting wins and fails. Please send them through to us. But that is it from us, I think. See you next week. Bye.